everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing, man? Steve, doing well. Got a couple drafts in the book here. We're going for 2.0 this week, as we had some technical difficulties with our first mock draft here. Um, so get a double practice here for my uh, upcoming home league draft. Yeah, that, that's a uh, that's a good way of looking at it. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, you mentioned, uh, draft season. We had done our work draft over the weekend. Uh, so I guess we can go ahead and give a rundown on those teams. Does it sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Let me pull up the board here on my end. Yeah, sure. So I do now. I'll go ahead and touch on my team here. So I was drafting out of the 11 spot. Uh, keep in mind is at 12 team half point PPR, um, two wide receiver, two running back and two flex. Uh, at quarterback, I have both Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance. Uh, at run or wide receiver, I got Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk, Corey Davis, uh, Traquan Smith, and Josh Palmer. At the running back position, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, James Conner, Latavius Murray, Kenneth Gainwell. And then I got uh, Harrison Bucker at the uh, kicker position and the New England defense. Overall, I mean, for not being able to pay uh, full attention to it. I'm, I'm pretty happy, you know, got two good dice rolls at the quarterback position. Um, I like the wide receiver pairing. It's definitely kind of boom bust with, you know, Evans and Lockett, you know, you don't know what Ayuk's going to be like, but uh, solid there running backs, definitely thin um, Chubb and Najee being, you know, the two main guys, Connor could be a decent uh, flex. We'll see uh, Latavius Murray, uh, you know, I've said in past mocks that I like him at least early in the season until Michael Thomas gets back. And then Kenneth Gainwell, you know, shot in the dark that I've been taking on a lot of our mocks. So overall, I'm pretty happy with the team. Will, you want to run down yours? Yeah, yeah. So I was drafting here out of the number three spot. Um, the top two went off the board per usual McCaffrey and Cook. So myself here had the Kamara, Henry, I guess Zeke debate as some people have been rising on Zeke a little more. Uh, but with a half PPR here, I went with Kamara. Someone that I don't think I've had too often in most leagues, and um, and a couple of the top guys here I don't think I've had in in leagues in recent recent years. My top three was Kamara, Hopkins, and Waller, which I don't think maybe I've had Hopkins in years past, but I don't think I've ever had Kamara or Waller. So it'll be fun rooting for some different guys here this year for this league. Uh, just an overall rundown, like a similar mindset to you when it came to quarterback i took stafford in the 10th round and then fields in the 15th round second to last round there um running backs have kamara kareem hunt melvin gordon jamal williams ramondre stevenson and mark ingram uh for receivers deandre hopkins chris godwin jerry judy brandon cooks michael Pittman, and then darren waller at tight end uh justin tucker at kicker and then minnesota's defense was my last pick there in 16th round overall pretty good um i think i mentioned on the last recording about it i'm more of the mindset of taking kicker um higher than defense if i'm gonna reach for one most people you know take the defenses you'll see that you know run start going first but i took my kicker here in the 13th out of 16 rounds and end up getting justin tucker because the way i look at it you know while they're both you know somewhat important i find that if i have a top kicker i'm more likely to hold them throughout the year um and not have to worry about that position than if i have a top defense uh, just matchup wise you're not playing 
you know, the top defense against the Chiefs, but you're more than likely going to play your top kicker against the top kicker against the Chiefs because you know, you're you're looking for that matchup because teams likely going to have to score some points. So definitely employ that strategy. And uh, yeah, overall, pretty happy. Uh, you know, the fact that I got my second running back in the fifth round with Cream Hunt followed up with Melvin Gordon. I've got some depth there. Um, but, you know, when you go Waller early, it always kind of makes your team look a little less deep or, I guess, tight end in general early. Um, but uh, overall, pretty happy with the way the team um, worked out here. So excited here for our eighth season. I think uh, we were talking about before the draft itself, uh, for us that we're at the live draft, we're going into our eighth season here, Steve. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, wow. I. Yeah, I remember hitting five, and then I, I just, in my mind, it's just been stuck at five ever since then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, we are lucky that we got the draft done when we did uh, any earlier, and we would have ran into a, a couple pieces of news. It looks like uh, J.K. Dobbins done for the year. J.K. Uh, you know, old news. Old news. By the time you're you're listening to the podcast, but you know that's the big one that happened between you know the last episode and this one. Uh, definitely hurts our dynasty team, huh? Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, I know we're looking to maybe pick up a, a couple of uh, young running backs just to get some depth. But yeah, at this point, we've just got Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, and James White as our third running back. Uh, Todd Gurley, I guess, is a good depth piece. But yeah, not 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 too deep there. Pretty good rest around the rest of the team though. So hopefully, if we need to make a move, we have some depth. Yeah, and we have a you know enough depth at the wide receiver position to just run with uh, two running backs. So. Should be okay on that front. Um, Cam Newton getting released. I'm not sure that has too much of a redraft um, impact on your your normal single QB teams, but uh, released nonetheless. We'll see where he ends up. Maybe he hurts somebody else. Yeah, I think it helps the skill players. I think it really helps the running backs, whether it's James White catching balls out of the backfield from a rookie quarterback or you know Stevenson and Harris uh, with Sony gone getting more goal line carries cam not taking anything away from them so i think overall it just kind of helps the skill players what do you think yeah agreed and on the flip side i would be worried about where he goes um because i'd imagine not too many people are taking him to you know potentially be a starting quarterback um you know maybe a backup quarterback but you know, some teams are going to be looking at him as a, a goal line guy, you know, a guy that can make some special packages Jason for him. Jason Hill type player. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you go to, you know, I don't know what kind of team you'd be looking at, like Detroit, you know, maybe he steals some touchdowns from DeAndre Swift. And, you know, that that's not cool. So, you know, that that's kind of my bigger takeaway from Cam. I, you know, I agree with you all your points. It's definitely better for all the pass catchers, better for the running backs. Um, he does, He's just not the Cam of old. But, you know, he could still do some damage fantasy-wise to uh, some people on your team. Yeah, I think that's kind of the big topics. There's a lot of, you know, people signing and, and getting cut here as we're recording just after cut down day, Final 53, and then a lot of the practice squads came out. But it's more dynasty news, um, so nothing you know dramatic or, or drastic here. Trades, yeah, agreed. Um, so, w- with that said, uh, we will be doing a, a mock draft uh, for your upcoming draft for your home league. It's a ten-team half-point PPR. I think you said first year as a half-point for this league. So that's yeah. Fun. 
Um, before we get started, we do need to change that timer from three Once minutes again. to 10 or something. Yeah. Um, but we'll be drafting on the seventh spot. That is where he will be drafting out of in the real draft. And then, uh, like last year, I will be playing the role of Mr. Will in the three spot. All right. Yeah. So you got big bill there in the three spot. I'll be in the seven here. Um, and I know we talked about it toward the end of our, uh, first recording of this. Uh, but this will be our last mock draft of the season. As crazy as it sounds, we'll be recording probably Monday or Tuesday of next week, but that will be getting us prepped for week one, if you can believe it, Steve. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in our episode that uh, that failed to record properly, I don't think we ever really talked about the schedule, but if memory serves, I think last year we did a like a 20-minute waiver episode on Tuesday, yeah. and then like a 20 to 30-minute-ish start sit that came out on, or sorry, that was for Wednesday, and then the start sit came out Thursday morning. Does that sound right? It probably would have been Tuesday we would have been putting out the waiver show because you got waivers go through Tuesday night, right? Or is it Wednesday night? Nah, you're right. Tuesday. I want to say waivers go through Tuesday into Wednesday. So yeah, I believe right. it was Tuesday morning we aimed to have the waiver show out and then um, I guess we'd be looking at Thursday morning for the start set show for yeah, those that's uh, Thursday so we, shows. We'll end up recording Monday. Release on Tuesday, and they record either Tuesday or Wednesday. Release on Thursday. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's. Uh, let's hit it here. So I'm gonna get this draft started. See what you end up with there. Okay, so off the board here first, we do have uh, Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Um, I think I talked in uh, a couple mocks ago that Kamara had moved up in, into the two spot for me. Uh, just, you know, I see that whole offense flowing through him until Michael's Thomas returns and imagine he's just going to get, you know, a maddening number of points. So I, I do have him bumped up above Dalvin cook at this point. Um, so I'm, I'm quite happy to grabbing him here. It's a great way to start my team. So we'll go ahead and lock him in. I don't think he needs to say anything more about Camara. Um, Jonathan Taylor actually goes in the four spot and then cook falling all the way to five and then, uh, Saquon Barkley. Now you are on the clock. All right, so definitely happy with the way this one shook out here. We have Nick Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott on the board, as well as Adam Jones, or Adam Jones, Adam pa- uh, Aaron Jones. Adam Jones was quarterback for Cincinnati, if you remember that one, Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, it's, it's funny, because <laughs> you made the mistake, and then you almost said Pac-Man. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since uh, he's been <laughs> that's, that's a throwback. Yeah, um, so, yeah, so here, still got a lot of running backs on the board, but Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones are two guys that stick out to me. And I think in our last one, I took Aaron Jones because Zeke was off the board. But I've got Zeke really listed here as the, uh, you know, really kind of like a top five guy for me. So if he falls to seven, it'd be a pretty easy pick here and be looking at another running back, uh, one of the top receivers or Kelsey here in the next round. So fairly easy to lock in Zeke here with the first pick. After him, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, and Pat Mahomes. So uh falls to me here that I do get the Kelsey to fall. And uh, basically, you know, going into this draft, I was looking at teams behind me to see if I think any of them would take Kelsey. Because my decision here is, you know, if you got, let's say, McCaffrey, Henry, Kamara, Zeke, Cook... And like Jones off the board, if you're looking at like a Taylor Jones, let's say, or Chubb, or go with Kelsey and get a running back next. Um, depending on who's there, I'd probably still go running back. But 
if Kelsey's here, I don't think I can pass him up in the second round. It, it, this would be pick 14. So even a 12 team league, you're still looking at him, you know, if you picks into the second round. Uh, you got Diggs, you got Hopkins, Ridley, you got your Najee, Mixon, and Gibson, but just too hard to pass the value of, of Kelsey this at this stage in the game. So pretty easy pick here to lock in Kelsey, get that tight end position locked down, um, and then look to probably lock, go receiver running back for a while here until ready to pull the trigger on quarterback. So we're going to go Kelsey after him, Najee, Calvin Ridley, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Diggs is the guy I went with uh, in the last one uh, because, and I guess we should clarify. Well, this is uh, you start three wide receivers, and we do got two flex spots here, so you can start four running backs or five wide receivers if you wanted to. Um, so I was stacking the uh, wide receiver position, and uh, I think I'll do the same thing here. You got DeAndre Hopkins here, and that's it's pretty hard to pass up um, here. You know, he should get you know hyper targeted again. Uh, Antonio Gibson would be really nice. I think last time I rolled the dice on Diggs and Gibson got back to me. So maybe uh, we'll get lucky and we'll see that again. But I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. I haven't drafted him very much. And, you know, given uh, we're in a format, you can start so many wide receivers. And I do got an elite guy in Camara. I am okay with uh, waiting, you know, at least another round on running back. But, you know, if I need to wait to the fourth round, I'm okay with that too. So let's go ahead, put him in there. Joe Mixon, there goes Gibson. So he's not going to get back to me. Um, Mixon or Gibson Metcalf at the turn. And then uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire going off there at the 3-2. So I'm back on the clock. We've got David Montgomery, DeAndre Swift, uh, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin at the running back position. At the wide receiver position, we've got A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, uh, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans. So a lot of really good options here. Um Ah, boy, I haven't drafted any of these three wide receivers in any of our uh, mocks, I don't think, being A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson. I like them all. Um, I don't know which I like more. A.J. Brown seems like the easy pick here, but you know he is hobbled, and he has, has Julio coming in that could steal some targets. I'm a little worried there. Uh, Justin Jefferson, to me, screams overdrafted. You know, with that amazing rookie season, I feel like he's going to come back to earth a little bit, you know, as the, the Vikings defense gets better and, you know, they, they go back to running the ball potentially. So that worries me. Uh, but at the same time, Ken Allen, I don't think has the same upside uh, that the other side too. So I think what I'm going to do is just punt the wide receiver position again. I'm going to draft David Montgomery. Pretty confident with him as my two. And then I'll go ahead and grab some running backs here um, on my next two picks or at least my next one. Uh, you know, I'm sure they will be uh, plentiful. So let's go ahead and lock in Mr. Montgomery. David Waller goes off the board right after that. There goes A.J. Brown and Keenan Allen. You're on the clock. All right. So that is David Montgomery is the guy I was hoping for there. We've still got Swift, Jacobs, and Chris Carson. Um, so a few options. I've uh, got at the receiver position, Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Aaron, Aaron uh, Allen Robinson. So. A couple of decent options um, at this point, not looking at the tight end position, but, you know, it's nice to know that, you know, you might have been able to get, a, let's say, a Kittle here had I gone nausea in the last round. But I do think Kelsey is, is still kind of that head and shoulders, you know, above Waller and Kittle, even though they're in that top tier. So at the receiver position, it would be Jefferson. Should I choose to go there? Uh, and then just kind of hope that a swift Jacobs or like Carson get back to me. 
If I go running back, then I'm looking at either Chris Carson or DeAndre Swift. I don't particularly like Swift, Jacobs, or or, or Carson like one ahead of the other. Swift, you know, if I had push games to shove, I'd, if I had to take one. But I am a little worried with the, the injury here and just the offense itself. And it's contrary to what you were saying about Justin Jefferson, with Irv Smith out, and, and now they got Hearned in there now, I, there's just, you know, no targets probably going to be going to the tight end. It's going to be all Jefferson, Cook, and Thielen. So given that I've got a running back at tight end already, it's kind of nice here to be able to lock in a, a top receiver in Jefferson and then be able to kind of see what falls to me here, whether it be a Chris Carson or Mike Evans or, you know, Miles Sanders, Allen Robinson. Um, so I'm going to go Jefferson here, kind of see if I can maybe try to see if I strike a balance throughout the draft, how the team would turn out. So Jefferson, after him goes Kittle, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Terry McLaurin, and Miles Sanders. So a lot of running backs going off the board as predicted here. Um, so with those those guys off the board, I'm not particularly interested in, in grabbing any of the other um, wide receivers or, or I'm sorry, any of the other running backs here now. I mean, Cream Hunt's nice, but probably a little bit of a reach on him. You know, there's going to be maybe a Gaskin or a James Robinson a little later that I can probably get as my two. So I'm going to go with another wide receiver. Um, and we'll be looking at Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, CD Lamb, Julio, Godwin. Be nice to get CD Lamb, but I, I just don't foresee or, you know, don't foresee him getting back to me. And, and I, I mean, I guess you could take that, you know, turbo boost there, but I just think there's a ridiculous amount of volume that's going to be there with Allen Robinson. I think I got him here in my last draft as well um, with a different few players ahead of him. So I'm going to lock in Allen Robinson. I know that this league is, I believe, a three receiver league as well. So you're going to have to start three wideouts, be able to get two wide receivers and a running back locked in here in the first three rounds with Kelsey. So going to see what it looks like here if we, you know, go running back with the first pick and then go away from that position for three. What would happen uh, if we were to wait to the fifth to get another running back? So going to go Allen Robinson here. After him, Mike Evans, Josh Allen, Julio Jones to you. I was going to be tempted to take Josh Allen. <laughs> um, and I'm staring down Kyler Murray and I'm kind of tempted to take Kyler here, but you know, uh, your dad is, is more of a late round guy like we are. And I, I got to mm-hmm. stick to that, you know, line of thinking here. So, you know, taking a look at the, the running back position, we got Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, James Robinson, Chase Edmonds, Mel- Melvin Gordon uh, at the wide receiver position, CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, uh, Robert Woods. Uh, what I think I'm going to do here, Will, it's a little bit of a roll of the dice, but I think I'm going to go ahead. Hmm. Or maybe I won't. So I was thinking I could grab my wide receiver now. I do want Godwin. Um, and then I could grab Mark Andrews here on the next pick. Um, that is a little bit of a gamble. I could, you know, grab Mark Andrews now and get whatever wide receiver gets to me. Uh, but, you know, because I like, I like Lamb. I like Godwin. I like Amari. I like Robert Woods. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. I like them all. But really, I really only like... Andrews and, and Hawkinson. So it just, it feels a little early. I feel like they get back to me. I'm going to grab Godwin, grab the wide receiver that I want. And then uh, we'll roll the dice. Hope that Andrews gets back to me. If not, you know, maybe I'll take Hawkinson. Maybe I'll grab another player, another uh, wide receiver or running back here. 
And uh, it looks like I got lucky there. So Amari Cooper went, and then Kyler and Pitts at the 4-5 turn. Robert Woods goes off the board. That leaves Mark Andrews for me. Take care of that tight end position here. Get one of my uh, top guys pretty high on Andrews this year. So we will lock him in. That's an easy one for me. Lamar Jackson, Kareem Hunt, and CeeDee Lamb go off the board. You're back Man, CeeDee Lamb almost got back. I didn't didn't expect him that to have been something fall else, the way yeah. there, right? Yeah, I mean, when um, you got three quarterbacks and two tight ends going, uh, the possibility is there. That's something absolutely. else. Um, now, I know most of the teams behind me are, you know, at two, two and three running backs, respectively. But I still don't know that I can, you know, pass on a running back at this point. So at this point, I'm, I'm debating between Miles Gaskin and James Robinson. Uh, both guys, are pretty funny. They're, they seem to be in similar situations. Young quarterbacks likely the go-to running back uh, for this season at least both undrafted um, and both had pretty productive years last year I think uh, I lean James Robinson here uh, just because it, it seems like that I it, you know I want to say I trust that offense a little more it, it's tough to say either way but I just trusted that he's going to get a lot of volume um, over Gaskin I was never a huge Gaskin fan last year even though I admit, you know, he did have a really good year. I think he got a lot of receptions that I don't know that he's going to get this year with the other receivers around him. I think they're going to try to air it out more, not going to run as much. Whereas I think Jacksonville could be a little more run heavy. Um, so I go, I'm going to look to James Robinson and then uh, see what receivers get back here. You know, a Lockett, Cooper Cup, or DJ Moore. I doubt they're still there. But a Lockett would be a nice third receiver here to, to pair and kind of lock in my non-flex position. So I'm going to go James Robinson here in the fifth. After him, Cooper Cup, Miles Gaskin, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, Justin Herbert, and Kenny Galladay. So worked out here for me. I'm uh, not, you know, huge on Galladay. Uh, Adam Thielen, so-so, but I've got Jefferson already. So Moore and Cup would have been nice, but not, you know, overly sad not getting them and still having Lockett here. I think I've got a lot of uh, volume in Al Robinson and Justin Jefferson already, so I can kind of get that boom play of Tyler Lockett to pair with them um, and really lock in my two running backs, three receivers, tight end, and have the flexibility to begin to build depth and flex positions and, and possibly even running or uh, possibly even the quarterback position if uh, the right player presents itself here. So, gonna draft Tyler Lockett. And lock him in as my third receiver, pun intended. After him, TJ Hawkinson, Deontay Johnson, and Daryl Henderson. Okay, so we are back on the clock. Um, a lot of quarterbacks here at the top of ADP. Russ, Aaron Rodgers, and Dak. I will go ahead and just pass on the quarterback position. Uh, at running back, we're going to Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Raheem Mostert, Mike Davis, Javante Williams. At the wide receiver position, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, Jamar Chase. So still looking at good options um, on both the running back and wide receiver groups. I think I will take one of each. And, uh, you know, I've been grabbing Ayuk a lot. You know, I mentioned earlier, I grabbed him in our uh, our real draft. And I think I will go ahead and grab him here. And then ideally, a, a running back can get back to me. Um, Mostert would be awesome. Um, I'd be fine with Mike Davis um, or Gus Edwards. Oh, yeah, Gus Edwards. I probably like Gus Edwards more. Ideally, Gus Edwards gets back to me. Um, but again, I'm fine with Mostert and Mike Davis as well. Um, really? Well, you know, Will, I, I really could take two running backs here. Now, couldn't I? That would really, 
you can start four in this league. Yeah, that would uh, that'd be pretty good. I think that is what I'm going to do. You know, that only leaves me one other wide receiver to grab, and on my next pick, I can grab it. You know, Robbie Anderson, Adebo, Devonta Smith, something like that. Um, yeah, I think I would be more comfortable. It gives me depth that you know, a position you tend not to have depth in, even after drafting a tight end early. So we're going to lock in Gus Edwards here first. I, I do like him more than Mostert and Mike Davis uh, because he's going to have the first and second down role. He's going to get the touchdown work uh, and he doesn't have the injury history that Mostert does um, or, you know, the long history of just not being great that Mike Davis has, <laughs> you know, or yeah. the, the, the weight of that Javante Williams presents. So um, locked in Gus. We had Dak go off the board right after that. Um, Odell Beckham, uh, the last pick of the sixth round to start the seventh, uh, Melvin Gordon and Chase Edmonds. Uh, so pretty easy here. I'm going to take the upside that is Raheem Mostert. Um, I am looking at Javante Williams a little bit here because I have Camara, Montgomery, and Edwards. You know, I can afford to wait a little bit for Javante, you know, to take over that role. Um, you know, and Mostert's kind of in the opposite position. He's like an injury away from losing his role potentially. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Mostert. You know, in that offense, he's got really high upside, higher upside than Javante, I think. Uh, and he's got the starting role now. So I'll take on the injury risk. We will go ahead and add Mostert to get a fourth running back here within the first seven rounds. Quite happy with that. There goes Ayuk right after Chase Claypool and Russell Wilson. All right. So if we just kind of do a quick recap here, top of the board, we still have Rodgers, Brady, Tannehill, Stafford, Hurts. So quite a few quarterbacks available. Um, tight ends, you know, you and I both have them already, so we're probably not going to be drafting another, but just to give you an idea here, um, at the 7-7 pick in the 10-team league, you're looking at Goddard, Noah Fant, Robert Tunyon, Gronkowski, Logan Thomas, Kasicki, Higby, so still some guys that aren't bad. If you, you know, if you do not get one of those top tight ends, there are still, you know, decent guys that you can wait on and, and load up at those, uh, more important positions. Um, but we're going to be looking at running back and receiver here. Um, at the receiver, we've got Michael Thomas, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Interesting to see Higgins ahead of Chase now in the ADP. I feel like for the longest, Chase was the top since he receiver taken. Um, after that, maybe he dropped was, a spot for every uh, pass he dropped <laughs> during <yeah>. training. <laughs> I, I saw someone post uh, a highlight reel of all Jamar Chase's catches throughout preseason and it was just a replay from multiple angles of his one catch in the preseason <laughs> it was pretty funny um juju smith schuster jerry judy dj char quoting sutton so still some solid depth receivers um so at this point judy and higgins are probably the two that i you know, am interested in but not at, you know at this point i think there's more pressing need at running back so i'm gonna go running back here and then possibly running back again uh, the next round, depending on who's there. And the pairing I'm looking to see if I can get is Javante Williams and Damian Harris. So I think, you know, depending when you're drafting, his ADP may start rising as people, you know, you know, I guess become more aware of the Sony trade, more aware of Cam not being the starter. But his ADP has just really not corrected itself yet. I'm tempted to take him here, uh, but the way the ADP is working out, I think Javante Williams is still someone that people are a little more hype on. So I'm going to go with Javante Williams here first. And and there's still Mike Davis. You still got Ronald Jones, um, some other running backs. And, and Judy's kind of my fullback plan to take in the next round. Just that, you know, boost 
that is Javante Williams. I think he's still going to be flex worthy in the first round or sorry, in the first week. Um, but you know, by mid season, there really could be a chance that he takes over and is, is getting the bulk of the carries. So we're going to go Javante first and pray that we get Harris to fall to us. So Michael Thomas, Mike Davis, Aaron Jones, Ronald Jones, there goes Damian Harris. So unfortunately he does not fall. Uh, and Jamar chase. I still have T. Higgins there, which is interesting. T might be the pick here. So it's it's between T. Higgins and Jerry Judy. Um, and it's just interesting, like volume-wise, wh- wh- who do you think is going to have more volume, more touchdowns? You imagine that Joe Burrow, you know, if, he, if he's healthy, he's going to have the volume. Uh, Judy is interesting as well. Tom Brady's still sitting here. Uh, if Rodgers was here, I think, you know, you have to go with Rodgers. But Brady's still there. Because I, I do think Brady is like a, a, a kind of a tier above Tannehill, Stafford, and Hurts. I don't know that I want to go quarterback before I've got all of my depth lined up. Um, but as much as I like Higgins and Judy, I'm not, you know, I, I, I think there is still decent depth behind him. Like Boyd, you know, I, I don't think he's going to score as much as Higgins. But I do think that he's he's going to be maybe more consistent. So... I think I want to see what happens if I go quarterback here a little earlier than I normally do. Feel a little more confident at that onesie position of Brady and Kelsey and not have to worry about either of those two. And and then to build my depth out. I've got three of each of the one or the you know multiple positions with running back and receiver. So let's see what happens if we go Brady here. So I'm gonna go Brady, Judy and T. Higgins go and Robbie Anderson, someone that seemed like you were looking at. Yeah, I was really hoping for Judy or Robbie. Uh, so that is a shame. Um, so we're going to take a look at the wide receiver position, given we drafted four running backs already. We got Juju, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, Debo Samuel, Devonta Smith, Tyler Boyd. Um, let's see here. So I'm thinking with these next two picks, I'll probably see if I can go Cortland Sutton and either Debo or Devonta Smith. Um mm-hmm. You know, that really rounds out my my wide receiver group nicely. I got some, you know, steady guys in Godwin and, and Hopkins that represent upside and volume. Um, then you could take more upside shots on a Sutton and a Debo and uh or you know a Devonta Smith as well. He's also volume play, but you know, you could take some upside shots on some guys. Um so I think I'm comfortable with that. You know, like you, I am taking a look at the quarterback position. You know, Tannehill is the guy that I want. It does look like right now every team has a quarterback. So when are they going to start drafting a second one? That's that's really the role of the dice. Yeah. Um, so that's where you got to know your league a little bit and, you know, who drafts two and who doesn't. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to draft Cortland Sutton here first. I haven't gotten him in too many mocks, uh, but we're going to go ahead and lock in Mr. Sutton for my first wide receiver. Goddard goes off the board and then Juju with the last pick of the eighth uh, to start the ninth. Trey Sermon and DJ Chark. So this works out nicely. Uh, I get my uh, uh, my pick at the wide receiver between Debo and Devontae Smith. And, Will, I am going to put on uh, Mr. Ron- Monroe's hat and uh, be a little bit of a homer here. Pick the Devonta oh. Smith player here. Um, again, nice volume play. You know, I'm not sure 
what like I feel like Debo probably has higher upside because I trust the San Francisco offense to be great more so than I trust the Eagles offense to be great. Uh, but Devonta Smith should have just a ton of volume uh, given the other, the other pass catching options there. So we will pick the Homer play here since that is my role here today and lock in Mr. Devonta Smith. Debo goes off the board right after that. And there goes Robert Tunyon and Leonard Fournette. All right, so we've got basically all of our starters aside from flex number two locked in here. Um, and given that we've got Javante Williams, so probably want to get a more stable back as well. Uh, but Tyler Boyd, someone I mentioned in the last round, is still available, and I don't see him as that much further down than T. Higgins and, uh, and, and Jerry Judy. Obviously, those two have a much higher upside. Um, but there's a there's definitely a floor with Boyd that I think you know you could see Chase and Higgins kind of cannibalize the big plays against each other, whereas Boyd seems to be a little more just kind of volume. You know you're getting the receptions there, especially in a half point PPR league. So he's definitely someone to consider here. Um, running backs definitely thin out, so only having three does not feel great at this point. Um, you got D- David Johnson, you got AJ Dillon, Michael Carter. AJ Brown, some guys a little lower down. Um, Jamal Williams is much further down, but he's someone that I feel like I'm more comfortable with than most of these guys. So I think I'm going to go with Boyd here, see what's available there, and then you know I may look to to reach for Jamal Williams a little earlier, especially for that early week one. Not as much upside there, but just a little more stability. Um, but we'll see. We're going to go Tyler Boyd here with the first pick and see what else gets back. So Zach Moss, Noah Fant. David Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, Jarvis Landry, AJ Dillon. Man, those two back teams only have two receivers and three receivers total, respectively, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, the the other team, too, right there, Team 8. I mean, they got four, but one is Michael Thomas that's going to be out for a while. One Shamar Chase that's going to take time. And I think Galladay's banged up. Uh, I might be making that up. But either way, I mean, you only got two. Not thrilling, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'd be um, so a little bit worried there. Yeah, interesting. So, you know, I definitely feel like I need to get some running back depth. You know, I've already got Javante Williams. So I don't know why I want Carter, someone who's going to take some time. And James Conner is not someone I'm thrilled about, uh, as well as Kenyon Drake or Singletary. So, as much as it, you know, maybe a little bit more of a reach here in this situation, I you know, definitely want to get a running back, and I don't know that he gets back to me. I mean, there's a, ch- there's, you know, probably a chance he does, but I'm not, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks and tight ends on the board here. You're Brandon Cooks, AJ Brown. I'm sorry, AJ Brown. Every time Antonio Brown would be nice, especially pairing with uh, with Brady. But I've already got some solid depth there, so I'm gonna well, let's see if I can lock in that running back position here with, um, yeah, there with uh, Jamal Williams. And just have a little more stability there. After him, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Michael Carter, and you're up. Man, I was actually hoping that Michael Carter got to me. Um, I haven't really drafted him a lot, and I think he would have made sense for this team. So that is kind of a shame. Uh, But my gamble for the quarterback position did pay off. I will go ahead and lock in Tannehill now and not roll the dice. Um, team one is looking like a team that's going to draft a quarterback. So I am going to go ahead and just get my quarterback out of the way. We'll draft... uh, Ryan Tannehill, and there it is. James Conner goes off the board, and then Matt Stafford, team one. Did I call that or what? Oh, man. Um, that was with the 10-10. Starting in the 11th round, we had LaVisca Chenault and Mike Gesicki. So 
quick rundown of our positions. Running back, we got Kenyon Drake, Devin Singletary, Philip Lindsay, Naeem Hines, Sony Michelle, Tony Pollard. At the wide receiver position, Antonio Brown, uh, Jalen Waddle, Corey Davis, Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel. Um, so a lot of, uh, still some, plenty of good options really, um, at both positions. I mean, the, the running back position, a little bit more of a, a depth kind of a deal. And then the wide receiver position, we've got some solid options there. Um, I, I'm looking at Lindsay, like I should be drafting Lindsay against starting running back here, but I just, I don't want to today. So I'm looking at the wide receiver <laughs> position and I think, you know, it might be a little early for him. I think I'm going to grab Curtis Samuel now. Um, you know, I know me and you are both pretty high on him this year. Uh, you know, back with Rivera, you know, Washington mm-hmm. offense that needs a good wide receiver too. Uh, so, you know, pretty confident in him this year. And it's my fifth wide, uh, or wide receiver. You know, it's no big deal if it doesn't pan out or, you know, the injury ends up, you know, slowing him down for the first few weeks or something like that. So go ahead and lock him in there. Um, we'll see. Maybe I can grab a, a Tevin Coleman or, you know, a different running back here coming back around on the next turn. But uh, Logan Thomas goes off the board, then Devin Singletary and Jalen Hurts. All right. So back to me here. We've got uh, four running backs and four wide receivers. So still some balance there on the team. Um, a couple of guys that I'm looking at here, receiver-wise, Antonio Brown, Corey Davis, Michael Pitt, or I'm sorry, Michael Pittman. And then on the running back side, still got Kenyon Drake there. I don't know what to make of him. I'm, you know, I guess at this point, it seems like he could have a decent role. Um, you know, it, it sounds like we didn't really see Jacobs have like a full role last year, you know, with lesser running backs. So maybe we're going to see just kind of a split role there. But I just don't know ready that I'm ready to buy into him. So I think going to look to the receiver position here and then, you know, possibly look if one of them still there in the next round or, you know, get like a Naeem Hines, another safer option, given that I've got, you know, James Robinson and Javante Williams there and, and Jamal Williams, who may only have like major roles while Swift is hurt. Um, so I think Naeem Hines, would, it would be a nice, uh, safer running back here to give some padding. So at this point, it's do I want to pair Antonio Brown with Tom Brady here as my fifth receiver, or do I want to take maybe not an upside shot, but an upside volume there with Corey Davis? And he's someone that I haven't had much, but I think, you know, with the safety of having, you know, Tyler Boyd there already and then having a few, I don't want to take a little more of an upside shot. And I doubt that either of them are there in the next round. So not going to be able to play that ADP game. You might be able to see like a Pittman there next round, but I'm going to go with, you know, more of a, what I hope is more of a volume play and be more of a consistent player in Corey Davis. After him, Kenyon Drake, Antonio Brown, Jalen Waddle, Tyler Higby, Tony Pollard, and Mike Williams. Um, so we're still looking running back and receiver here. It's going to be the rest of the draft. Still got Sony Michelle there, which is an interesting option, um, as well as Naeem Hines and, Michael Pittman, um, a little later, uh, you know, Ramondre Stevenson down there. So just looking at running backs that fit the team here. Um, for me, I would be debating between Pittman and Hines, as well as, you know, the possible opportunity of let's uh, taking Michelle here. And given that, you know, I don't have a lot of, of 
upside at running back. I think I can find a uh, you know a Heinz level guy and like a James White possibility later. I think you know between it's going to be between Pittman and Sony for me here. And given that I want to see if I can keep this balance um, as much as like Pittman, I've got five receivers already. I want to go see if we can take a shot with Sony Michelle here. I think you know he's going to be rising up some boards. Henderson. I don't think they want to give him the full workload just, you know, for lack of keeping him healthy throughout the year. So I'll take a shot with Sony Michelle here. So I'm going to go Sony here in the 12th round after him, Nicole Hardman, Trevor Lawrence, and Joe Burrow. Philip Lindsay it seems like the easy option here. You know, it's you don't get a, a starting running back here in the 12th round too often. Uh, you know, and I don't like him a lot, but, you know, again, that's a solid depth play. And, you know, looking at the wide receiver position, you know, when we have, you know, Pittman, we got Ruggs, we got Marvin Jones, uh, Darnell Mooney. You know, I like all of them guys. So I'm good taking Lindsey now to make sure that I get the running back that I like. And then we'll grab whatever, you know, wide receiver gets back to me. Uh, so we get him in there. Michael Gallup, Naeem Hines go off the board. That locks in the 12th. And then starting in the uh, 13th, we had Pittman and Hollywood Brown. Um, so we're looking at Darnell Mooney, Rungs, and Marvin Jones. And, it, you know, I think, well, Marvin Jones makes the most sense for this team. I, you know, he's going like to Marvin Jones. I know he's like banged up right now, but I think he's going to be the one there. Yeah. Like he, you know, in typical Marvin Jones fashion, he's boring, you know, but, you know, he's been steady his whole career. He looks to be Trevor Lawrence's number one target. It's a bad team that's going to be throwing a lot, you know, have a lot of positive gain scripts for him. And then looking at the team, you know, Cortland Sutton coming off the injury, you know, he's only had you know, like one and a half good years, you know, that could have been a fluke. So he could start slow. He might not have chemistry with Bridgewater. Like a lot of things could go wrong with Sutton. I don't think it's going to, but things could go wrong. Devonta Smith's a rookie. Everything you said about him, you said about um, Jalen Rieger last year and, and look what happened, you know, it didn't come to pass. So that's a risk. You know, Curtis Samuel could have the injury linger. You don't know. So I, I feel like my team could benefit from, you know, a solid, steady depth play in Marvin Jones than an upside guy in Darnell Mooney or uh, Ruggs. So we're going to go ahead and lock in Mr. Marvin Jones. Mooney goes off the board right after that. Chuba Hubbard and Latavius Murray, you're back on the clock. All right. So uh, still looking at running backs and receivers here. Running backs, get off to into Madison, Reminder Stevenson, Tevin Coleman, Rashad Penny, um, J.D. McKissick. So some decent options, nothing I'm you know, overwhelmed with Stevenson would make the most sense, but I think in that situation, I'd almost rather wait for like a James White much later in the draft and just get more of like a, a you know solid play, kind of similar to the Jamal Williams, but someone that could have a role throughout. So I'd be looking more at the receiver position here, and I'd be looking here, you know, with Henry Ruggs still on the board, someone that I think could have that second year breakout. John Brown's gone. Um, as far as I can tell, it's it's just John Brown and um, Brian Edwards, right? I don't know of any third receiver there. Well, John Brown uh, asked for his release, so there's no so one else there. Yeah, it's just the two of them, as far as I <laughs> yeah, can I tell. Yeah, I mean, you so. got Waller you're dealing with, so I mean yeah. that counts. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't. <sighs> I can't think of anyone else that's there because Aguilar left. Um, yeah. And I think that puts, you know, because John Brown, I think, was really there more of uh, and played a similar role to a Henry Ruggs, right? 
Whereas Brian Edwards is going to be more of a possession guy. You could probably make some big plays as well, but he's more of a big body guy. Oh, you know what? We we are forgetting some people that you actually know. <laughs> um, What's that? A, Hunter Renfro is there. Oh, Hunter Renfro, yeah. Um, Zay Jones is there, and so is Willie Sneed, apparently. So, huh. yeah, it's actually a you know, decent cast to some yeah. degree. But I still don't think there's a ton of big play, deep threat, though, that Ruggs brings. So I think... Ruggs is the explosiveness to that offense. You know, you could say the running backs as well. Drake has some pop, and, and Jacobs can definitely get then. But I think Ruggs is definitely at this stage of the game here, you know, as a wide receiver six in the 13th round. Wouldn't mind taking a shot on him and then hoping that, like, uh, Marquez Callaway gets back to me in the next round and, and can kind of take a couple of upside shots at wide receiver here. Um, getting some safety with Boyd and, and Corey Davis and the rest of my starting receiving core. So I'm going to go rugs here and see if I can get Cali to come back and then just look to add some running back depth with my last two picks. Uh, so after him, three running backs or three, three running backs, three quarterbacks off the board, Justin Fields, Trey Lance and Baker Mayfield. Um, and then we have Alexander Madison, Irv Smith and Hunter Henry to get back to me. Um, so looking here, Marcus Kelly was the one I was thinking about, and he's going to be the pick here. Ramondre Stevenson's interesting. Elijah Moore, someone that I, you know, you and I have been hype on. And I think I have been both in my dynasty leagues, but someone I think is more of a long-term play. He's going to flash this year, but I don't know you're going to get the consistency from him. Already got a Corey Davis on the team, so doesn't really make sense to get another receiver on that team. Um, so. Going to be looking here at the receiver position, and we're going to go ahead and get a Marquez Callaway here, lock in another guy that, you know, maybe it's early in the season until Michael Thomas gets back, but someone's got to be the number one on that team. So we're going to lock in Marquez Callaway, get some additional receiver depth there. After him, Ramondre Stevenson, Johnny Smith, and Rashad Penny. Yeah, I will, uh, I'll probably do something similar last time and just go with one and one. You know, many uh, many rounds ago, I mentioned Tevin Coleman as, as a potential starter. You know, I don't think anyone thinks he's going to be the starter for no. long. Um, but, you know, he can help cover me, you know, for a week one or two injury potentially. So, you know, that's a solid pick here. I've been drafting Gainwell a lot as kind of an upside play. But, you know, with the running backs that I have, I don't really feel like I need that upside play. I'd rather just have an injury risk. So I think I'm going to lock in Tevin Coleman first. Uh, definitely going to be the last running back I draft unless something happens, um, someone falls. So we'll go ahead and lock him in there. And then uh, we will go from there. Sleeper is uh, taking its time on this one, Will. There, there we go. go. Uh, Matt Ryan and then uh, Devontae Parker there at the end of the 14th. Jared Cook and Elijah Moore start the 15th round. Looking at the wide receivers, we do got uh, Nelson Aguilar, Cole Beasley, Jalen Rieger, T.Y. Hilton, uh, now on the IR list for the first three games. Uh, Randall Cobb, Jacoby Myers, Rondell Moore, Russell Gage. Um, plenty of good options here. Um, I'm going to reach a little bit from ADP, and I'm going to draft Russell Gage. I, I think he, you know, I mentioned my last pick that I, I needed a nice depth play. I think Russell Gage represents both. He's got some upside, um, but he also, I, I think, can represent, you know, volume and safety as well. Um, and, you know, getting that kind of combination late, I think's pretty good. So it might be a little early from the ADP standpoint, but, you know, you're, you're late in a draft. Out, you could throw all that out the window. So we're going to lock him in there. Quite happy with that here with my second and last pick. Um, but Kissick goes off the board, Devontae Booker and Kenneth Gainwell. You are back on the clock. 
All right. So I alluded to this pick recently, um, and, and it makes sense here for this team to get just more of a safer running back. And, I was, you know, I think there's a couple of guys here late. Your J.D. McKissick, Gio Bernard, and James White all kind of serve that receiving back role. Um, but I think, you know, I think James White makes the most sense for me, right? He's with a quarterback that doesn't have the, the skill that a receiver that, you know, you see with a Brady and, and with the Fitzpatrick in Washington and in Tampa. He got a rookie quarterback that likes to check it down, as we mentioned earlier. And he's someone that's, you know, probably going to be virtually free. So getting him, you know, here in the last couple picks makes it, you know, it just makes a lot of sense to be able to lock him in. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, there's there's some competition there, but not as much as you're going to see with Geo in Tampa and and even McKissick uh, with the rookie there. And then obviously, Daniel Gibson. So James White feels like a, a safer option here to pair with a couple of young guys and a couple of maybe unproven guys all behind Zeke. And then we're going to be looking at a sleeper that I've recently, based on some roster cuts, have, have been turned on to a little bit more here with my next pick that pretty sure won't be picked because I don't think he's anywhere close to the ADP. So after James White, Cole Beasley, Nelson Aguilar, Jalen Rager, T.Y. Hilton, Randall Cobb, Xavier Jones. Um, I don't imagine we're going to see Hilton or Xavier Jones drafted in many leagues, but there's a chance uh, maybe someone drafts them, not knowing. Uh, but the guy I'm looking at here is pretty far down in the ADP, but he outperformed the number two running back on his team. He is on a team with uh, an elite kind of top five, top, top three running back. Um, that's Tony Jones in New Orleans. F- from all indications, he outperformed Latavius, you know, a 30-year-old running back who had limited snaps in the preseason. So, I mean, obviously, all of this is based on the, in Alvin Kamara, either injury or, or have to dial back. Um, but Tony Jones seems like he's a 23-year-old young running back that really was able to, you know, be pretty impactful f- throughout training camp. So, He's going to be the pick here for my last running back pick, and he's going to be someone that, you know, after a week or two, if I really need to, I can, you know, move on from him. So, lock it in, Tony Jones. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like we had Evan Ingram, Mack, and Gurley go off the board. Um, there's still a lot of good wide receivers that I like, believe it or not. Jacoby Myers, I've been high on. Brian Edwards, we're both high on. AJ Green, I like taking shots on. Uh, I'm on Rossi Brown. Uh, another really interesting one. And I think he's actually the one I want. I, you know, I like Jacoby Myers. You know, I do worry about how many options a rookie wide receiver or a rookie quarterback the Patriots can support. And there's a lot of decent options there. Um, Brian Edwards, good upside shot. AJ Green, if you want to roll the dice there, that's fine. But, you know, I think, you know, Perryman getting waived this week uh says something about Amon Rossi Brown. You know, I think he's ready to step up into some decent kind of role. And, you know, there's no one there outside of Hawkinson. You know, Tyrell Williams is there, uh Quintez Cephas, but you know, Tyrell's on the back end of his career. You know, Cephas, you know, a second year guy, you know, he could break out, but he's also you know, I think he was like a seventh round pick or something. So the expectations aren't very high. Uh so I think Amon Ross St. Brown has a great opportunity. It's, you know, kind of like we were talking about with Jacksonville earlier with Marvin Jones. It, it's a team that's going to be in a lot of positive grains, game scripts uh, from his standpoint. So, 
you know, a lot of potential volume, you know, it might take some time, you know, he is a rookie. It might take a half a year, but I could afford to wait. So we'll go ahead and lock him in there. We have uh geo and Mark Ingram go off the board with the last two picks. So let's go ahead and give a rundown of our teams. Um, I'm drafting out of the third spot. So I will go ahead and go first here at the quarterback position. I got Ryan Tannehill at running back Camara, David Montgomery, Gus Edwards, Mostert, Philip Lindsay, and Tevin Coleman at wide receiver, Deandre Hopkins, Godwin, Sutton, Devonta Smith, Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones, Russell Gage, Amon Ross St. Brown. And at the tight end position, Mark Andrews, love this team. Um, I, I like this a lot better than the one that didn't get recorded properly. Um, <laughs> that's uh, definitely partially due to the tight end situation that I had last time. But uh, overall, I like it, you know, with Kamara Montgomery, I'm confident in those two Gus Edwards and Moster are, you know, that's a great foursome at the, the running back position. Lindsay and Coleman are fine. They're just good depth plays. Um, Hopkins and Godwin, you know, elite wide receivers, Sutton, Devontae Smith, Curtis Samuel could all, um, be really solid, you know, start worthy guys with some upside to them. Mark Andrews, great tight end, uh, Tannehill, great quarterback. So overall, I'm really happy with this team. Uh, Will, you want to run nine yours? So quarterback, we've got Tom Brady, running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, James Robinson, Javante Williams, Jamal Williams, Sony Michelle, James White, Tony Jones, receiver, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Boyd, Corey Davis, Henry Ruggs, Marquez Calloway, and then Travis Kelsey at tight end. Um, definitely like this scene better than uh, our 1.0 this week where we tried. Uh, I think I actually went a little more running back heavy in that league. And and, it, it, and I think I may have gotten Waller as well, but it just wasn't as happy with the depth of the team. This one, you know, starts with Brady and Kelsey, you know, barring injury. I kind of lock those guys in and don't have to worry about those positions all year. And the receiver position, I feel like I've got some good top top end guys as well as depth. There's Jefferson, Robinson, and Lockett. Tyler Boyd is more of a safe option with Davis likely getting some good volume. And Ruggs and Callaway is kind of some boom options. Running back position is the only one that is a little shaky. I'm pretty confident in Zeke and, and James Robinson this year. and going to be waiting on Javante Williams to you know take a step forward. But I've got... Jamal Williams and James White to kind of plug in as needed early. Um, and then Sonny Michelle and Tony Jones are kind of more upside guys that I've got as well. So, yeah, overall, I like the team. Awesome. Well, that is going to take care of our last mock draft of the year. Um, tune in next week, uh, next Thursday. I'm going to have to get used to this for our Start Sit episode. Um, if you have Start Sit questions, you know, hit us up on Twitter at Trust Your Board. Uh, we will get them worked into the show for you. Uh, But until then, folks, trust your board.